2: You're listening to Nerdette Recaps Game of Thrones with Peter Segel. I am Greta Johnson. And I'm Trisha Bobita, and we are joined by Peter Segel, who says he's in a mood.
3: I am in a
0: mood, and I was thinking, for the last couple of episodes, we've had this joke where we will somehow recapitulate the prior episode in our own conversations, and I said, in order to recapitulate—I said to myself, myself, I said, in order to recapitulate last night's episode, <laughs> we'd have to do something incredibly stupid and destructive that we had already done before— to terrible, stupid, and destructive results. And then we'd have to go blindly do it again. Hmm. And the best thing I can come up with, it doesn't any good, because I've already remarried. (laughs) (laughs) So far, it's worked out better. Okay. uh, But no, I, oh my God. And if you survive the wedding itself. Yes. As we said, I'm in a mood, especially about certain tactics that Danny and Tyrion keep doing. Moving on.
2: So today we are rehashing Season 8, Episode 4.
0: Yes, we are.
2: And that is called The Last of the Starks, which is a more ominous title than I feel like the actual Stark storyline was. Yes.
0: It, 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 so far, right. anyway, we didn't lose a Stark. You thought you were going to. It maybe.
3: was the first time in a long time we had a family meeting, though.
0: Yes, and I she almost loved said that. The family she meeting. almost said she almost said we need to have a family meeting. But what she <laughs> said was we'd like a word, but it ended up being that.
2: It reminded me of Tobias Funke in Arrested Development saying Maybe we're having a family meeting.
0: On her way to the family meeting. Family
2: meeting. Family family meeting. meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Made me very happy. So we open the show on just like the feet of a dead person. We're yes. not sure which dead person it's gonna be. Turns out to be Jorah. We have crying Danny. Yeah. And Crying Sansa, which I did think the parallels of those two both sort of mourning a person who is important in their lives yes, kind of lovely. I will Morning, admit
3: Sa- that I got a little bit of like a goosebumps emotional reaction to her putting her Stark pin on Theon. Or yeah. as, as Steve Johnson
0: of the Tribune called it, the, 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 the prize letter opener of Winterfell. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? It was I mean, I know the meaning. It was like, oh, you shall die a Stark because you were always one of yeah. us, which is what you really wanted to be. But come on. Anyway,
2: <laughs> wow, you okay? okay I'm
0: okay. in a mood. I also, I, got I, it, I, it. I was I get like, I liked it. I liked how come it. only the principal characters get a moment to say goodbye? They were like, I don't know how many thousands of corpses yeah, arranged that's a an interesting fair po- point. Why don't you have like some person we don't know weeping over somebody? Come on,
3: it was another example of oh, did the Dothraki and
2: Unsullied matter to no one? Oh, okay, yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's nobody un- cared.
3: That's uncomfortable. Yes. part of the yes. show for sure.
2: Yeah, pretty problematic.
0: What'd you think of John's speech?
3: I mean, he kind of cribbed most of it from the Night's Watch yes. oath, right? You know, yeah. you
0: steal from the best. I thought that was okay. <laughs>
3: yeah, no, he was, you know, adjusting the the tradition that he knew both the Night's Watch, and it felt very Ned Starky. Yeah, so that felt
0: pretty good.
2: This was the point in the episode where my notes say I'm almost crying, but also very tired.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> that might sum worked. up our entire mood about this television show and theirs <laughs> until <laughs> the drinking started. <laughs> We're pretty yes. tired.
2: Oh, my God. So then we get to the feast party time. Yes,
3: it
0: became. Stark Party Central, Exactly. <laughs> you were an episode, I guess, an episode late. But <laughs> my God, there it was, finally, Stark Party Central. And they're drinking and having a fine time.
2: First line of dialogue, Gendry asking where Arya is. So, uh, so uh, where's so,
0: uh, is Arya? Anybody we're... seen Arya? Oh, no, no, no. I just want to say goodbye. I did nothing. Nothing. I just, you know. <laughs> and the hound, oh, come on. Is the hound a little bitter that uh, Gendry got with Arya, you think? You think a deep, 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 oh, deep, deep in the hound's bitter heart? No, no, I think it's just a...
2: a bitter heart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, and maybe it's like a dad thing where it's like, I don't want to picture my daughter being with anyone. Thank you very much.
0: Really? So, you know? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. So you wanted the hound to say to Arya, you're not going out like that, are you? Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then Gendry becomes a lord just like
0: that. Yeah. Maybe. Bing, bing, boom. Maybe he becomes a lord. A lot of it depends on what happens in the next two episodes. Yeah. That's yeah. A, that's a, There's you know. a
3: lot of uh, promising of uh, things that people don't own in yeah. this episode. You can have Highgarden. You yeah. can have Storm's End. Yeah.
0: Exactly. And n- none of which will have any relevance unless, of course, they win.
3: But isn't that just what like everybody does for their delegates ahead of an election? Promise them jobs. Jobs.
0: Yeah. Help us out. <laughs> You'll get a cool job.
3: Tax credits, job <laughs> programs. Yeah.
0: I'd also wonder how good a Lord Gendry is going to be. I mean, his expertise is pretty limited to hammering on things. I mean, I think he'll be better at it than pretty much every other lord we've seen. That's true.
2: Yeah. I mean, he's actually a good dude, probably because he's not a lord. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It yeah. was
3: also very shrewd politicking by Danny to do that, though. As Tyrion oh, pointed out. Sure. Yeah. yeah. There was a lot of commentary. Uh, like in, like, making sure that we knew yes. what was happening oh, it's like, okay we're you, smart enough now you've trained us to know you we just didn't did really this thing
0: that. said Tyrion for yeah. the purposes of your own purposes and uh, that made good sense and Danny goes yes I know and now we in the audience do too but we could have figured that out maybe
2: so also at that feast we have Sansa talking with the hound yes which we actually have the clip from that let's listen to it and then talk about it
1: you've changed little bird None of it would have happened if you left King's Landing with me. No Littlefinger. No Ramsay. None of it.
3: Without Littlefinger and Ramsay and the rest, I would have stayed a little bird all my life.
2: So we did get quite a few tweets and voicemails about the problematic nature of Sansa essentially saying, if I hadn't been raped all those times, I wouldn't be the strong person I am today.
0: That's that that, without getting into the specific objections, that idea. Yes, we went through hell, but if it wasn't for hell, then we wouldn't have gotten to where we are, has been said a bunch of times. Yes. This one sounded problematic, of course, because of. What the word in this context "Ramsey" means? Yeah, which means horrific rape. In fact, he even said in a bit we didn't have there, uh, I don't. It was awful. You were. I think the phrase he used was "broken in," and it was kind of rough. It was an explicit reference to to her awful wedding night. So yeah, that was a little little icky.
3: Yeah, I think it works for this character though, because also compartmentalizing all the terrible things that happened to you in some way that makes them feel productive. Yeah, or inevitable yeah. in this world that she's living in. I mean, it's also completely unclear why the Hound thinks anything would have been better for her. Yes. <laughs> she could have either been at the Red Wedding and then died, or like who knows what else would have happened to her, but it's not like the Hound has been sort of holed up in some comfortable
2: place for all this time no, either. No, right. And I do think that's where, I mean, she has she's seen some of the most... I was going to say stark character development from season one, episode one to now just in terms of her as a leader and as like a strong badass woman.
0: I was actually more curious about something that I don't think anybody has commented on. He he had this thing with Sansa where he kept trying to protect her. Where he did, as he just referenced, mm. offered to save her and run away with her,
3: and also saved her from rape when they yes, were uh, attacked in Bottom. And yeah, he's had he's had some moments where he definitely saved those
0: Stark yes. girls. Yes, and it, it was, and then he sort of recapitulated that with Arya over a longer period of time. And he, you know, he still feels for Arya, and. There's this – I I think it's kind of beautiful that this incredibly cynical, mean person who literally never has a kind word to say to anyone ever uh, has this thing to try to protect these young women. I don't think it's creepy. I don't think it's ever (laughs) been creepy. No. I think he
3: just – yeah. He also, I think, was always just doing what he was told when he was working for Joffrey. Hmm. Um, But probably – thinks everyone is stupid but thought ned stark was at least trying to do right and so there's a little bit of whereas brianne does it all out of honor and all this other stuff he's yeah. a little bit like these are actually just kids who you know didn't ask for any of this he does ride down the butcher's boy though so it's he not does. like he's like a, a warrior for children everywhere no, he's
0: somebody who for reasons we can talk about the scarring at the hands of his brother whatever has yeah. like completely cut himself off of human emotion It's how he gets through life he just kills people but he's got clearly this thing. And there's that moment. Was it in conversation with Sansa where somebody says, you know, well, what makes you happy? And he says, that's my business. Yeah. Yeah. Not, nothing makes yeah, me cause happy. Yeah, because
2: she's like, you could be hooking up with He had just yeah. oh, like, yes, scared that's off it. a woman next to yes. him.
0: Which, by the way, is another story. What did you guys think of like the random woman coming up and saying, have sex with me? I mean, it's funny because I feel like last episode it was like, okay, so
2: they're all still alive. So they're just going to couple off and wave to the camp. Like, they're just, yeah. There yeah. was a lot of that. Yeah. yeah. There was a lot. Did you see, apparently in the background, Podrick walks off with two women? Yeah. Oh, yes. Well, of
0: course. <laughs> yeah. And of course, in the weird way, Torment figures out he's not going to get Brienne. And so uh... if you'd excuse the expression, the showrunners throw him a bone.
1: <laughs> Everybody quiet, because Peter sagel has got another goddamn
3: opinion. Hey, also, in oh. that scene, if you uh, look at what wasn't too dark to see, there was a Starbucks oh, yes. coffee cup. Yes, I on he the table, just like this one here. Visual aid. Yes, Posca, I, I actually stopped at
0: Starbucks and I brought it here, and I hope that nobody would notice it until it was too late. Uh-huh. But you <laughs> pointed it, is. it out.
2: Got yeah,
3: it.
0: Yeah, yeah that, Google that, that, this, folks, because apparently it's real. That was the, It's great. The,
2: we'll retweet it too. Somebody screen it and tweeted it. Yes, so.
0: and then somebody actually—I couldn't find it—but somebody actually did a Starbucks cup with uh, Daenerys' titles written all the way down it. <laughs> ah,
1: that's Daenerys Stormborn, good. Targaryen, Mother
0: of Dragons, Breaker of Trains. Oh, Very funny. It's written in the whole cup.
2: <laughs> okay, so from there... From the
0: 80s party movie? Oh, from Before the 80s party on, movie, we... Before we move on, so the Hound didn't say, nothing makes me happy. He, he wants to kill. He didn't say, I'll never business. be happy. He says, it, there, is happy. He says it, there is something that will make me happy. It's clearly going down to... to uh, Kligainbowl. Yes, Klingon he's, Klingon he's, got a, he's, got a, he's got a ticket 50-yard line for the Klingon Bowl. And yeah. he doesn't want to be late. That yeah. seems obvious. Right? Yeah, and
3: my yeah. favorite road trip buddy cop movie is back, which is "Are You in the House?" Oh, it Ten was
0: great. To Kings Landing. I mean, I mean, fan service, yes, but service me, service <laughs> me. Give me that. That was great.
2: So, also in that first party scene, we have the awkward the game that Tyrion and Jamie are playing with Brienne, which
0: is a callback, I think, to something in season, season one? one. Yes, right. Yep, with him, Bronn, and Shay. And, was it? Yes,
2: exactly. And there's, like, the question of whether or not Brienne is a virgin. And then we go straight to, essentially, Arya just shooting some arrows Mm -hmm. outside.
0: I am celebrating.
2: (laughs) Yeah, let's not forget that she is a psychopath. Yes. Yeah. I, well, I feel like which they were pretty kind of, clear about that in they've this They've kind episode. of stayed
0: true to that, which yeah. I mean, if she had sort of said anything even mildly tender to Gendry, it wouldn't, I mean.
3: Oh, it, I would have thrown things at the teeth. I know. But she was great. <laughs> yes, she was like, she says, this isn't
0: going to work. I'm going to be nice to you about it. Yeah. But
3: like, you're a very
2: nice boy. Yes. I am not going to be a lady of
3: anything. Thank, thank
0: you for your services and good luck to you.
2: Yes. And then she just goes back to shooting arrows. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So, which is what she does.
2: Uh, so, from there we go to Brienne right. and Jamie. Yes,
0: these are my notes in the in in my notebook. No, 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 no.
2: I wrote, I feel weird, and then <laughs> oh, seriously? Question mark! Exclamation! I'm point, kind of. Cl- mark. I, I'm,
0: I'm very interested in what you guys think of this because I didn't like it, and uh... I don't know why I didn't like it. Uh, I always have this weird thing about watching characters I actually like and have gotten to know as human beings being like intimate. It's just a thing I like. It's like you feel like you open the wrong bedroom it's door. Like your parents. It's like, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, or or oh. your brother or your best friend. It's like oh god, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to see that. Oh god. Um, but also, can't you have two characters who have like a meaningful, important, ultimately fulfilling and self and like mutually
2: re- respectful. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That doesn't end up boning.
2: Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be nifty? Yeah, yeah. I would like to see that.
0: You know, I mean, even even like Jorah and Danny, who almost had a relationship like that. Even at the end, Danny says, "Yes, well, she basically he, he wanted. He was in love with me, and yeah. he always you know he always had to deal with that. Too bad
3: that like adult friendship." Is not possible that yeah. it has to be either love or unrequited yeah. love. Yeah. I mean, like I yeah.
0: found, I found like that, as you as we talked about two episodes ago when when Jamie knighted Brienne, it was one of those that the was most great, amazing. The I most know. satisfying moments uh, in the whole series. I loved it; it was great. And this just made me say, "Ick! Did you have to ruin it?"
2: Yeah, yeah. And,
3: and even the aria, like, well, we're probably all going to be dead tomorrow, so we may as well find yeah. out what this is all
0: about. Right? Even that was okay. Was sort it, of like okay. Yeah,
3: yeah. Um, I mean. I I completely agree that it's disappointing in shows when it feels like, and again, like the whole first sort of act, first third of this episode was like, oh boy, okay, let's just have like a sea of heteronormative coupling up, Mm -hmm. like no matter what the power dynamics were in these relationships, as long as there was a man and a woman in a room, like, they were going to start getting busy. Tyrion
2: yeah. did open the door for the possibility that Brienne had slept with a woman, Yes, which, which was I sort of appreciated the... from the point of view of at least introducing the concept beyond yes, her And be.
3: there was like a I think there was a scene of, of some some smooching in the corner of some people who were maybe of the same gender. But the point but being yes, that sure. the same as Peter was just making, which is. Why can't they just be two knights who are great friends? Right. Why do they have yep. to get together? And, yeah. and yeah. people
0: might point out, and I totally get it, that one of the things that's important about Brienne's backstory is her, her, her strange, frustrated, unrequited love for inaccessible men, mm-hmm. starting, of course, with Renly, which right. drove her whole life prior to the moment we met her, and that was ultimately kind of transferred to Jamie for similar reasons. He's he's a knight. He's you know the yep. symbol of 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 power and. And lore. he's a looker. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think I would have been less upset about it if it had been sort of like a mutually respectful hookup. Yeah, and she hadn't begged him to stay. Yeah, yeah, later on. yeah that like, that was the part where yeah, the, I felt really gross
3: about the, them it. getting together. I was actually fine with. Yeah, I, I mean, it was a little like it was a little cheesy to me that they were both also like we got to get really drunk to do this. Like yes. that felt a little. Yeah. Also, like these two people who are just barely in control of like their destinies and emotions again yeah. are you know. Yeah. 80s party
0: movie
2: you know, I get, they gotta blow off some steam like okay you know
0: and it is true that that both Brienne and Gendry, you could argue, make the same error: is that they think that hooking up means that they're going to have a relation. Yeah. I mean, what yeah. what in the world are like Brienne and Jamie going to talk about it at breakfast after the first week? You <laughs> night know? stuff. Night stuff.
2: Yeah, swords and shit.
0: <laughs> well, Sir Jamie, would you like a muffin? I would, Sir Brienne. Of Tarth.
2: <laughs> I've never slept with a knight before.
0: Yeah. that was a nice. pretty good. That night. was
2: nice. So from there we go to John and Daenerys. Yes. And first thing Danny asks John is. Are you drunk? Yes, <laughs> and he uh, is. Yeah, oh, my goodness.
0: well, we need to set it up though, because there was that prior scene.
2: That's true. Where
0: everybody was going Danny's nuts. Not Tormund fun. was like, Tormund was doing, you know, for John what Davos used to do for Stannis. Look at this guy. Yeah, what a yeah. great
3: guy. Uh-huh. We no love you. one like hype man. <laughs> Exactly. He oh, was better. a hype man. Thank
0: you, Trisha. Yes, he, he had a big. <laughs> it being medieval, he had to have a big sundial hanging from his neck, uh-huh. as opposed to the classic clock for the hype man. Um, <laughs> I got one hip-hop reference. That was it. That's it. I got no more. Thank you. Good one. Um, But yeah, and and so first of all, let's let's break that down. So I'm reacting a little bit to a lot of things I've seen on the internet since it was aired. A lot of people are saying, John doesn't deserve this. John isn't actually a great hero. Mm -hmm. John isn't actually a great leader of men. John keeps screwing up. So Tormund's, oh, you're the best. You came back. You fight. You're just amazing. You've rode a dragon. People are like, ah, come on. I actually think he's he's pretty okay for a hero. He's brave. He's stalwart. Mm-hmm. He doesn't give up. He's, he's won all his battles, ultimately, whatever mistakes he's made.
2: Well, and there is something kind of endearing about his, like, simple-minded determination to always do what's right. Yes. Especially within this world, right? right? Like, you just see that so rarely. And you even see it in this scene with Jon talking to Daenerys.
1: I owe them the truth. Even if the truth destroys us. It won't. It will. I've never begged for anything. But I'm begging you. Don't do this. Please. You are my queen. Nothing will change that. And they're my family. We can live together. We can. I've just told you how.
2: She's like, Why don't you just not tell anybody that you're a Targaryen? And he's like, But then I would have to lie all the time. Oh, God.
0: Here's the thing, though, about that scene she's totally right. (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah. She, I mean she yeah. is right in every particular – all they need to do to save everything, to save their relationship, to save the kingdom, to save everything and proceed down the path they thought we were on is just – he has to keep his mouth shut. Yeah. And everything's cool.
3: And if she took him at his word that he actually doesn't want to be king, then her what she's asking him to do is actually not irrational in any way. Exactly.
0: And and he, there's my favorite line of the episode was he says, If only there was a way to make things the way they were, and she says and some, she's like, I just told you is, how to bro. do it. Yeah. And yeah. and that to me was like A both true and also indicative of how sometimes in this life it's hard to do the thing that you think you want. Yeah, uh, in the face of other incentives.
3: <laughs> in that scene I thought there were two very well acted pivots. One was when they were making out in uh Kit Harrington does a great bit of just sort of like physical acting where he's like smooching and then goes, oh, you're my aunt. Like he doesn't say it, but oh, you yeah. just feel it. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> and finally, by the way, somebody said it later on when Varys says it. Oh, yes, that's his oh, aunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not into that up <laughs> no, north. No, no, no they're up not. Up north,
3: they think that's a little bit <laughs> yeah. funny business. I mean,
0: it, it would, I mean, I think I can predict safely, I think, that they're never going to do it again because now they know. And they know what we've known, so they're going to be as skeeved out by it as we've been to this point.
2: I think the fact, too, that they headed out in different directions, you know, like they're not
0: – they're I, not heading it's to a good thing, though. Otherwise, in we interval. would have lost John. Yeah, I know. I, For sure. I have some words about that. Um, <laughs> if, if, I mean there, there are a lot of things and we'll talk about them in the episode that were good, that were bad, that were maybe not so great. I don't know. But I can't tell you how much it dro- drove me crazy that they decided to once again – Split their forces. Mm-hmm. Once again, put a bunch of characters on ships and sail them out there. When at this point they have no excuse; they've done this before.
2: Well, <laughs> and, and they know, yeah, that there's a bunch of assholes on boats. Waiting Euron for
0: has boats. Oh, yeah. I know. Let's go on the Let's ocean. Get boats. Let's get some boats. Yeah. And I went back and I rewatched the that sort of scene around the western at the armory. And, well, is it the armory? Yeah, it's a with map the map room. table I think it was and, the map and room. yeah. And I was like, why did they decide to do that? Why did they decide to once again split their forces? Why did they decide to once again put people at sea where urine can get them? And you know why they did it? I don't know. Mm-hmm. They never explain. Tyrion says, John will march down with what remains of the Dothraki and, the un- and we will go this way. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't say why. He doesn't say why they need to go to Dragonstone. He doesn't say why do they not do the obvious thing, which is all stay together mm-hmm. and march together down the king's road. No, they just need to lose another dragon and give up day. So that And it's, I mean, it's almost as if Tyrion could have said that. Well, we, we still are, have a little bit too much of an advantage <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, we should split up. We Otherwise, should split up.
0: Otherwise, I mean, we, urine we has boats. We have officers. to give him a fair shot. <laughs>
2: So in that scene they also mentioned the new prince of Dorne. Right. Which I thought was kind of interesting just because it's a reminder that, that Dorne
0: Dorn still there. Yeah. I think it was just that. I think it yeah. was like, yes, we, we know there's this like place Dorne's called Dorne. A thing. We We've wasted given up, time up on the
2: storyline, but we thought we would just mention it yeah. just one final time before season 8 is over to acknowledge that it when was When looking in fact at a the thing,
3: giant map, you must
0: <laughs> reference the places <laughs> on the giant map. But, but now that I've made my enormous complaint that drove me crazy, we can go back and talk about more scenes at Winterfell before they leave. So, for example, we had f- what seemed like seemed like final farewells to not yep, yep, Sam, same. Gilly, I won't have it. and Ghost. You won't have it? I won't have it. All right. We Tormund can't. clearly is leaving the series. Don't Tormund
3: and Tormund and Ghost are getting a spinoff show. Right.
0: It's just them. <laughs> and I will watch that. I, was, I just want I want Tormund and Ghost not only to have a spinoff that show, a but I want spin-off. it to have one of those, like, 80s action show style montages. Yes,
3: totally. They like, fight crime together. They
0: fight crime, like, shooting them and jumping over bars and cars and walking into rooms, pointing their guns in the opposite directions and all the other things that they used to do on, like, I don't know what the names of those shows were. Brooks and Dunn. What were they called? <laughs> Cagney and Lacey. I Turner, don't know and Turner and Hooch. Turner things? and Hooch. One of those things. Turner and Hooch. That's the show. <laughs> Ah. <laughs> anyway, so you don't think? Do you think Tormund's like not gone for this series?
3: Tormund might be gone, but I, I don't think, think this is it. the last we see of Sam. Even if it's a sort of perfunctory mm. Sam, like if there's ashes to be standing around, I think Sam stands around them with everyone at the end because I I do think that he is going to be the person who writes this
2: story, right? And so he has to.
3: We will return at least to be him. around.
0: Yeah,
2: I did write this. Feels like a real goodbye, especially with the whole Gilly baby thing. It was like, how can we wrap this up, Gilly baby? You know,
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, but there was no question either to Tormund or to Sam. We've got this war to fight. Hey, Tormund, yeah, you're yeah. a big fighter. You still have some followers. No, man, come with us.
2: He's sick of being south. He needs. I, to I understand back.
0: that. But it would. I mean, he would have said, Tormund, we still have a war to fight. Please come with me. You're great. And then he could have said, nah, I ain't fighting your wars. You guys can go screw around now that we're fine. Yeah. But they didn't even have that moment. Yeah, not I needing did. Tormund. Yeah. or
2: ghost felt ominous for John. Yeah. 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 I did really love the moment when Torment tells John, you've got the North in you, the real North. I think since so much about the storyline with John now is about sort of like who his family really is yes. and Northeast. is he a Stark and what does Winterfell mean if he's actually a Targaryen. And I thought that was just kind of a lovely encapsulation of the fact that like he still is a Northerner as much as he's figuring out his shit now. Like yeah. that's still a very real part of his identity. Well, in saying that the capital and the South
3: is no place for ghosts. Is a little bit of him maybe saying it's really no place for me mm-hmm, either, right? Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, or it's probably a way of saying if I had a direwolf, then whatever is about to happen would be less likely. So I need to get rid of the direwolf. Yeah, wolf. I
2: can't have my awesome bodyguard
3: around. Yeah,
0: I yeah. don't know.
2: That was a weird, like, just nod he gave Ghost. Yeah, you don't. Right. Uh, the uh, internet ha- was very upset that yeah. he didn't get some ear scratches, yeah. but it oh, did yeah. only have one ear left. That's true. Yeah. So there's that. Well, and I don't know if direwolves really like to be pet you know it's a fair like question, it's like yeah. ghost is not like his loyal dog you know looked like, like him, different. He looked like him He was like Yeah but he's like his wolf brother You know
0: Still Well then, then you shake his <laughs> like paw firmly Like wolf brothers don't need <laughs> You shake Go shake, shake. shake. Go <laughs> oh, shake Exactly Firm handshake <laughs> bum, 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 bum. You know, do, do the guy percussive hug thing <laughs> And you move on the three thomp, pets. Thomp, okay. And then you okay, move good. on Perfect
3: Also can we go back to the war council room for Please. a moment yeah. and discuss that again Sansa is the only one with any yes. sense in her yes. head Because She's like, yes.
2: everyone is really tired We should take some time Exactly
3: How dare you Oh, you don't
2: want me to take my food? No, yeah. I would and like these guys like, to get something to eat. Your people are tired, too. Yeah. Hey,
3: you know who got killed because they were injured? The dragon. Yeah, yeah
0: for example.
3: For example, the <sighs> dragon was not at his best
2: while flying and so got killed. <sighs> <sighs> yeah. I'm sorry, I'm so mad. The other that. moment we need to discuss that's actually right after that scene in the map room is when Jamie and Tyrion are chatting and Tyrion's like, so you finally slept with someone taller than you. Oh,
0: I loved his I've been waiting all my life to make tall jokes. I thought that was great. (laughs) Yes,
2: exactly. Discussing climbing climbing mountains. Mountains.
0: Yes. Ha ha toast
2: to climbing mountains. And then Braun just wanders in. Like, what was that? I'm always just so glad to see him, though.
0: I, I, I mean, it's I, great to see
2: him, but it's like, oh, you just traipsed in here, huh? You like, know
0: what's amazing is what? we know what they were doing in the 18 months between season seven and season eight is building a high-speed rail between King's Landing
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's going to come Winterfell in handy because, because the... I was wondering about that with Arya and the Hound. Yeah, the like, zip, zip. It's zip. like, zip, so.
0: Zip, 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 We're back. <laughs> I liked the scene with Bronn. It was a nice return to Bronn, but also you see that Bronn is kind of changing He's, a, he's over it and he's a yeah. little desperate now. Yeah. He has that great line. He says, My fighting days are over, but not my killing days. Yeah, yeah. He clearly is a little sick of this and a little at edge. And I think they're setting Bron up for death. Because mm-hmm. I think that if Bron, because why do we love Bron? We love Bron because he's cynical, because he's funny, because he's always there with the quip. And this was a slightly different guy who seems to be going to a slightly darker place.
2: I did really like what he said about the history of houses. When yeah. they said something to him like he wouldn't actually be a lord because he's a cutthroat. And he's like, what do you think your ancestors were? They were just cutthroats who ended up with land. And now you have all these yeah, houses. Yeah,
0: you have a hundred guys. You kill a hundred people, you're a lord. You kill a yes. thousand people, you're a king. Yeah, like, yeah I thought that, makes that was good a sense. pretty
2: good—I mean, I like those, those bits that sort of bring out the The more important, significant themes that we've been seeing across the eight seasons. There right? was also sort of like, yep, that's it. Here af- we are.
0: After Bron gets back up uh, and leaves to get back because you know the high speed train was leaving and he had to get on. It, <laughs> yeah, he had to. <laughs> otherwise, catch wait, the metro. Uh,
2: Westerosi Metra. Jamie
0: and Tyrion exchange a look. Just a little shot, you know. Uh, and I think that look was, uh, he's got to die. That's what I think it was. So uh, I think I think I think Bran is not long for this uh, this mythical world.
2: So, what did you two think about Sansa telling Tyrion about Jon's Targaryen heritage?
0: Well, you knew it was going to happen.
2: Oh, for sure. I mean, I wrote
0: swear you won't tell anyone. Funny. We've all been in high school. We know how this works. I wrote
2: tell Tyrion, tell Tyrion, tell, tell Tyrion, and then damn it, because you know Tyrion was walking away, and then she says, "Oh, wait, like come mm-hmm. back." And then I write, "Yes."
3: <sighs> well, and he sort of. Uh, cracked the door open by saying like John's always said he's not a Stark uh-huh, yes which was, wasn't was uh-huh. that kind of
0: the prompt for, mm-hmm. for, for, for yeah, Sansa to like, say yeah she's
2: like well actually, I, actually it
3: reminded me a lot of a quote that I was taught to live by as a child by my mm. father which I believe is a Ben Franklin quote but most things that you think are Ben Franklin quotes are not but yes. why not wow, attribute I'm, them what is Ben it? Franklin
0: and Winston Churchill three people can
3: keep a secret oh, if two yeah. of them
0: are dead yes right did ben, that seems a little bloody-minded for Franklin? Ben Franklin. Should
2: we Google that? I I do remember I mean, hearing about I it. Did Google I don't it mean to fact-check your father. <laughs> yeah, no, I did Google it, that. and
3: it did say on some parts of the internet that Ben Franklin may have said that. But as a journalist, I'm just saying who knows. But it's still a good point, which is, as Varys says, eight people know now. Well, that's right. not a secret. That's information. Yes.
2: So yeah, that's that and that's line. actually the next scene we have is Tyrion and Varys on the boat heading to Dragonstone discussing. This news that they have. And it's the first of two pretty intense conversations that Tyrion and Varys have. And I will say
3: this part of the episode I loved because this to me is classic Game of Thrones. I've been doing a rewatch and this is like season one, season two, Littlefinger and Varys and Tyrion plotting and plotting and and scheming. And and I love it.
1: How many others know? Including us. Eight. And then it's not a secret anymore. It's information. If a handful of people know now, hundreds will know soon. Then what happens? She loses the norse. She loses the veil, vale. Sansa will make sure of that. It's worse than that. He has the better claim to the throne. He doesn't want the throne. I'm not sure it matters what he wants.
2: This one is essentially like... Them catching each other up and then it closes with Tyrion saying, well, we still have to take King's Landing. Maybe Cersei will kill us all anyway and then none of this will be a problem. And then it goes to uh, Danny flying over in Euron and the dragon
0: down. Oh, man. I've already said how angry I am about that. I mean, it's like, yes, they (laughs) killed the dragon. Fine. It's a CGI creature. We're going to get over it. But it's just so dumb. Why did they do that? And why didn't she fly high enough to maybe look around and notice the fleet? It's a fleet of ships, but there was like a rock. Oh, there was a rock. It was behind the rock.
2: (laughs) Well, and those arrows have never been that effective.
0: Well, uh, apparently uh, in the the
3: Scorpion 2.0 is much better than 1.0. Beni F and Y
0: say in the Inside the episode featurette that in the intervening, however many months or years since the uh, Battle of the Loot Train, uh, kyburn has been working on him. Uh, He's been improving surface to air missiles
2: so much.
0: He's the last great. Um, sort of British male villain actor we have ugh, he... I mean, we've lost Roose Bolton and Ramsay Bolton and we've lost all of the Stannis but we still got kyburn yeah, being creepy and raspy and I love like,
2: it Oh, gives me the shivers every time I see him yeah, I don't yeah. know what it is about him it was also so it funny to might be his cowl him... neck yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the cowl that's the problem I mean no but that makes it even I just ugh.
3: there was such a knitter's problem to have with him. <laughs> <laughs>
2: In King's Landing, it's just so warm. We didn't see any snow in King's Landing, did we?
0: Yeah, it had snowed there, but apparently it it's melted. over now. It well, melted. Well, the, the Night melt-off? King
3: is gone, so maybe winter is less.
0: Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Well, it's, but
2: it's still a that thing. I mean, even we, we've lost track.
0: So which Varys <laughs> um, Tyrion conversation do you so, wish to discuss?
2: Well, I think we should wait and for the second one until we line up a couple of other things, which is that Missandei is taken. Grey Worm yells for her on the beach. Seems like everybody else made it okay. And then we have Varys trying to reason with Danny. Right. And the two of them are talking. And this is when Danny says, like, this is my destiny
1: to destroy tyranny. Do not become what you have always struggled to defeat. Do you believe we're here for a reason, Wood Varys? I'm here to free the world from tyrants. That is my destiny. And I will serve it no matter the cost.
0: All right. <laughs> we don't have one, but if we did, or maybe you can play one anyway, I need a rant jingle because oh. I'm about to go on a rant. Gather round and listen while old Peter Sagelman explains this show to you. Like well, that'll insert, do. That'll insert, do. Insert, insert yeah. That'll do. Yeah, okay. Because here's the thing. <laughs> Ever se- So we remember at the end of season six, oh, these many years ago, here comes Danny in her fleet with her three dragons, with her Unsullied, with her Dothraki. Here she comes. Mm-hmm. She is going to take out Cersei. And... As soon as season seven started, everybody says the same thing to her. Says, well, you can't just go take out Cersei. You'd kill too many people. You don't want to be the horrible tyrant. No, yeah. you yeah. have to do this incredibly stupid thing that will <laughs> screw up your forces and you'll lose some portion of your advantage. And that conversation has happened so many times yeah. and every time she it never has listens. ended up being – no, she has listened.
2: Well, That's she, what I mean. I mean she didn't with Highgarden though. She
0: didn't with – well, she ended up – I mean like
2: up, she burned the shit out of those guys well, she burned the and the told out not to. She
0: burned the shit out of the, the Lannister army but it was pointless. It didn't do anything except provide this really great special effects sequence midway through an otherwise disappointing season. Every single time somebody says to her, oh, you can't do this. But nobody ever says – she did once, I think, toward the end of last season. But other than that, nobody ever says, you know, the last time you told me to do that, I lost – half my fleet mm-hmm. and half my soldiers and then you told me to do that Tyrion and we sent the Unsullied to um, Casterly Rock and there was nobody there and you guys shut up because if I had just done what I wanted to do this would have been over and a lot of people I like would still be alive. She and
3: does shout at Tyrion on the beach at one point after one of those big right. losses and sort of goes like yes. really I'm listening to you because right. yeah. you clearly don't know your sister well enough to advise me in any meaningful right. way. Well, but and that's she has when when shouted
2: she goes at him a few infl- Blames High Garden. Right. That's when she's like, Yeah, I'm not going to listen to your advice anymore. I have these dragons on my But now
0: she's still doing it. So they say to her, Well, and, she, and they engage in that ridiculous conversation that I guess was in the map room where they say, Okay, it, it, everybody will blame Cersei for when you destroy the city. And she's like, Okay, yeah. that's good. No, it doesn't make any sense at all. Stop doing that. I'm just, <laughs> I'm like, Oh! I mean, you know, there's, there's this Wait,
3: why doesn't that make sense? That there, does make sense. Because,
0: no, there's because. <laughs> Because they keep – first of all, they keep making this terrible mistake of like, well, the one thing we can't do is just go there and kill her. Because if we go there and kill her, that would be bad. So we keep having to do these other things and every time it ends up in disaster. Um, th- there's like – there's a famous line from Breaking Bad, which I've thought about a lot for a different reasons, um, where uh, Gus Fring says to, uh, says to Walter White – uh, never make the same mistake twice, yeah and she's making the same mistake over and over and over again, and listening to the same advice over and over and over again and doing the same damn thing. so where does it end up? It ends up with her in front of King's Landing with like what 30 yeah that's all she's got left and yeah. her one A dragon? Bus full
3: of, yeah. of <laughs>
0: First of all, I don't understand why immediately. They didn't kill all of them yeah. with all the, the Lannister armies I and archers. I really thought Tyrion like
2: was going
3: to get
0: oh, rid of arrows last I think night.
2: old Game of Thrones would have, don't yeah. you think?
0: And so, you know, I understand and have talked about it, everybody's talked about it, how the fact is that if that if she had just done what she had the power to do at episode one of season seven, the show would be over then. So they couldn't do that. But the fact that she has ended up with the, like, her 30 last unsullied, her one last wounded sad dragon that she can't even use... Standing there watching her best friend get her head chopped off and not being able to do it about it indicates that she's been stupid and there's been a lot of unnecessary stupidity of otherwise smart characters. I
2: do think there is something kind of lovely about the idea – like the story arc of – People trying to convince her not to behave rashly and use this immense violence that she has, because right. that's what her family would do. Right, and then the the inevitability of her still turning into a
0: mad. queen. But here's the funny thing: a lot think of people. Interesting. I don't. I, I don't think she's turning into the Mad Queen. I think that she's been given really, really terrible advice. Yeah, and she's stupidly followed it. And that's her flaw. It's not that she's like – and everybody says, oh, I don't know about Danny. She seems crazy. She seems to want to kill everybody. No, she
3: seems to want to do pretty reasonable things. And also she's grieving like everybody
0: else. She's not gone mad. The people who have given her the advice to keep her from killing lots of people, I'm making air quotes, have in themselves been necessary for far more deaths than she's ever done. Right? Yeah. I mean they – it was Tyrion's stupid advice that got the entire Dorne fleet destroyed. I mean – or whatever that – I guess it was the – technically the Iron Islands fleet with the Dorn army on it. I mean Mm. it's just – come on, people. If the
3: show got a little more Ocean's Eleven, all we would need in that map room is for Tyrion to just sort of like roll out a drawing of the Red Keep. Go like, (laughs) this is where Cersei – like this room in this tower is where Cersei sleeps. Go burn that with your dragon tonight. Right. You don't have to burn all of King's Landing. You don't have to burn all of the Red right. Keep. Well, and you that's have a laser-guided fire missile. But she
2: doesn't get – like, she's cool with burning everything. That's what I'm – like, she seems to have no problem. Like, she's not asking for an alternative. She's just like, yeah, if that's what it takes to ruin it, let's burn she all has, of it. But she
0: has, she, has, she has gone along with alternatives this entire time, and they've all been disastrous. That's what I mean. I mean, yes, I understand, like, the first time that she took this advice and it ended up terribly with Euron, you know uh, – What's you're on uh, ambushing the fleet and ca- capturing people. But she just did it again. And I'm like, Lady <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares, but it never really stops him. <laughs> it's like I've turned into Jerry Lewis. Hey lady, stop being an idiot. Again, one last contrast with uh breaking bad. The thing about breaking bad, particularly toward the end of that series, is it led to disaster, right? But the road to disaster was paved not with good intentions, but with people doing something that seemed in the moment really smart, their best choice given the pressure they were under. Oh, I you know, like to take one example among many, Walter White's like, oh, my God, I realize now I've been led into a trap and I'm going to be a, caught by Hank. I know I need to call the neo-Nazis because they're the only people I got who can help me. Yeah. Well, that led to disaster. But that choice made sense from Walter's perspective. The least
3: worst option. Every right. Time. Mm-hmm. And,
0: and that was generally true of, of Breaking Bad, people making the correct decision that led them further into hell this they're just being dumb and it's so less compelling
2: all right we will be back with more of peter's rants in just a moment (laughs)
0: Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at WBEZ.org slash events.
2: Okay, so we're about to discuss the scene with Tyrion and Varys, but first, can we talk really quickly about that cool-ass tote bag that people can get?
0: oh, I thought that one of the characters had a tote bag. And I'm like, hell, there was a Starbucks (laughs) Starbucks cup. Why not a tote bag? I missed that too.
2: No, Nerdette is in the midst of its spring fundraiser. We've got just a couple more weeks. Our goal is to get 500 people to donate. We're at like 180-something right now. So we would love to hear from folks, especially if Recaps is a thing you like and you want a cool-ass tote bag, you can get it on the internet. Some people have, like, they ordered it like last week or the week before and they've already gotten them in the mail, which is kind of cool. We actually got a picture of one. And uh, Jen said, the bag and my 13th half marathon medal are tied for my favorite things I received Aww. this weekend. Which well done, Jen. Really awesome. Congratulations. But yeah, you can see a picture of the tote bag on our Instagram. Just search for NerdApp Podcast, but we would really appreciate the supports. Yes, we would. Um, okay, Varys and Tyrion discuss treason.
0: Right, as, as Tyrion points out. So again, we get into this thing it was like, oh, Danny, she seems terrible. No, she doesn't. No, she's she's gotten not terrible advice being that from you. Yeah. So I, that that's why I mean that's why I'm sort of very skeptical about that whole sort of line of like I don't know can we trust Danny? What do you think? I mean obviously they're setting up a huge rift that's going to play out in the final two yeah, episodes.
2: Yeah, I'm into this. I really like this storyline. You do. <laughs> it's funny that you two aren't into why? it. No, I like it. You like it? Yeah. I don't know. I just think. Well, let's listen. Let's listen to the clip and then talk about it.
1: You know where my loyalty stands. You know I will never betray the realm What is the realm? A vast continent What oh, even millions is the of realm? People <laughs> of don't care who sits on the Iron Throne Millions of people, many of whom will die If the wrong person sits on that throne We don't know their names But they're just as real as you and I They deserve to live They deserve food for their children I will act in their interest No matter the personal cost So what happens to her? Please. Don't. I've spoken as honestly as I can. Each of us has a choice to make. I pray we choose wisely.
0: I just thought of something I hadn't thought of when I was watching last night, which is Varys is doomed. Remember remember, uh, Melisandre? He must must die in this strange country. Yes. So So do you think that uh, we're setting up a, a big backstab? By Varys, that ends up getting him killed somehow.
3: I think so. I mean, and also he did what he promised. He told her to her face, yes. that he thought she was making the wrong choice, mm-hmm. and she didn't listen to that advice.
0: What was she gonna do? That she was she wanted to go to King's Landing and, and just burn it. Just she wanted to just it. torch everybody. Yeah, yeah.
2: Which is a crazy thing to do. Like there are so there have to be other ways to kill Cersei if that's what you want to do. You know what I mean? As Again, you discussed, the like, laser Tyrion guided fire, the missile. Later fire missile. The
0: laser guided fire missile.
2: Yeah, I just, yeah. Or, like, sneak in an assassin. Yeah. You yeah. know?
3: what? Do they know any really uh, stealthy assassins, though? I don't know. Mm. Mm. That I might be know. hard to come by in my I don't know. That could oh, be really never
0: hard. Never mind. Anyway.
2: So from that uh, sweet stoner conversation about the realm, we go to... Can I
3: just say about that, though? Yeah. That this is one of the things that I love about... Varys and I had kind of forgotten how much I love because he'd been sort of just quippy for the last few. Yeah, so, yeah.
2: This is the most substantive thing yes. he said in a it's, while. It's
3: it's also the the Varys that makes me feel bad about myself because it's the reminder that like everybody else who isn't a named character is a person too, and we yes. shouldn't actually be rooting for any of these awful people. Yes, they're all yeah. terrible because it's just perpetuating a system that like is oppressive and requires the suffering of, Mm -hmm. you know, millions of nameless people. And you're like, oh, yeah, wait, why do we want anyone
2: to be on this dumb iron chair?
0: Yeah. It makes
2: me feel bad about it. Well, and it's interesting to think about who talks about the realm, too. I mean, I think in in season one, it's Ned Stark often who's discussing the realm. You know, and the idea of, like, the people who are just more high-minded about what ruling really means and the idea of actually taking care of people as opposed to just, like— yeah. Sitting on this throne. I think and saying about
3: John that maybe maybe the sign of a yes. true leader is someone who doesn't want to rule. Right. Yes. As I was think it,
0: didn't Tyrion say that about John? Yes. Is that it, the, or was it Varys? I think it's I think, probably think Varys. It's because because the best ruler, or the person who doesn't want well, to rule.
2: Who was it who said the thing about the best sort of president? Was it Mark Twain? The best kind of president Probably would be Ben someone... Franklin. Let's
3: just attribute it all okay, to Ben Franklin. Who
2: said the best kind of president would be someone who didn't want to be. Like anyone who inherently wants to be president
0: shouldn't be. <laughs> Since we just discussed Cersei and maybe the assassination I thought you thereof, were going to bring
2: up Ben Franklin.
0: Uh, uh, we skipped something, which was uh, Jamie's farewell. That we ta- is to. A- oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that. That hadn't happened it in the sequence. It hadn't happened yet. I thought we went we over it. The... I withdraw the complaint.
2: We go from the stoner realm chat to Jamie... Staring deeply into the flames, and then Brian wakes up and he's gone. Yeah, and she goes out there. You knew that was going to happen. Yeah, we actually. I do want to play a voicemail right now about that. This is from Nate Pence, and I thought it just summed up that whole situation.
0: Hey, nerdette, and Peter, Nate Pence here (laughs) from Minneapolis, Minnesota. I guess my biggest reaction to the episode is I feel like I was a fool with Jamie. He's such a fuckboy.
1: <laughs> why am I surprised
0: or expect that he would not do what his character has always done? Anyways, and then also, why can't dragons fly around ships and then blow them up? Yeah, fly around to the back, for example. Thanks for the show, guys. Bye. Uh, can I ask, because Greta, you posted, I think, a picture on Twitter yeah. of your notebook that fuck said Fuckboy Jamie or Jamie the Fuckboy. Yeah. Can I ask, please, for a definition of fuckboy <laughs> spelled F-U-C-K-B-O-I?
2: Uh, I should have looked up the technical definition. My understanding is that it's just like an asshole who you slept with who screws with
0: you. Oh, he's just a fuckboy.
2: Yeah, he's just like a – and like I think sometimes there's sort of like an emo Yeah. layer to it. But yeah, it's just somebody who's like – emotionally manipulative even if you were game to bang is my <laughs>
0: general notion. Emotionally yeah. manipulative unless you're game to Even you- if you're game to So bang. use it in a sentence.
2: I'm Jamie's Makes- a fuckboy. No, I mean
0: <laughs> like a sentence like for example would would it be appropriate and a good usage of the term to say oh that guy He's not my boyfriend. He's just my fuck boy. No.
2: Or I think, how no, about this? No.
0: I thought that guy was like a, a prospect, but it turns out he's just a yes, fuck boy. Yes. I think that's a better oh, one. okay.
2: Yeah. I actually, I think the last time I heard it in context actually was on Friday night at a Lizzo concert. Of course. When Lizzo said, I've been recovering from something really horrible. I was with a fuck boy. And the whole crowd was like, ah. Oh.
0: Okay. All right. And then she know. goes
2: into Jerome, who's oh, the fuck boy. I, I the understand.
0: Song. You can, yeah. I understand. I'll have to listen to the song. Yeah. You should out. listen to the
2: song. It's really okay. good. Okay. Yeah. Jerome. So, yeah, I mean, I just think, like, I don't know. I'm curious to hear what you guys think about Jamie, because to me, that just completely... He had so much potential for redemption. Well, hang on. But to me, I feel like it's all gone now. So I went No, because is he going to save
3: her no. or right. kill her?
0: He he, he had had a, doesn't say. He had a speech. Why
2: can't he say?
0: Well, because... You know, because it's a TV
2: show and they want there to be some suspense. Ding, sure. ding, 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 ding. Yeah, but that's... Like, if, he, if he's going to kill her, yes. I still don't think he's going to be redeemed.
0: That doesn't matter. His speech... He says, I did this terrible thing. I threw a boy out of uh, out of a tower. For yeah, S- I'm not a good him. person. I'm not a good story. person. Uh, I did this for Cersei. I did that for Cersei. I did this. For, he does three things, all of which we saw happen. For Cersei. She's hateful. And so am I. <laughs> that speech was so carefully written, it seemed to me, that it could play either way. Yeah. It could play as... I am destined to her. I am part of her evil. I need to go join her and be a part of her evil again, Or like is how Brienne takes it. It's like, my responsibility. Or this, or exactly.
2: Even
3: then, I though. Have a,
0: I have a debt to pay. I have a stain to erase. I, I am complicit in her evil. I have to go fix it.
3: I liked then. everything about him in that scene. Oh, I did not God. like her reaction to it. I
2: hated her reaction. But I don't know. I also feel like, I mean, if he weren't a fuck boy, I feel like he would have been like, listen, you mean a lot to me. I'm super conflicted about this thing happening. I feel responsible for this horrible person. I have to go deal with that. I'm really sorry, Jamie. Let's remember,
3: has only ever slept with his sister. Yeah, I know. He had an insane and sort of psychologically abusive father. He's been through all kinds of torture, too. The, the idea that he's suddenly going to like have a monologue that makes him sound like Mark Ruffalo in a, in a rom-com because he slept with Brienne once is also not Game of Thrones. That's like, true. That would have been more disappointing. It's more fun to think that Jamie's back to being sort of an asshole because he never wasn't an asshole. He was just drunk and having a good time at a party.
2: <laughs> but remember... No, he's been not an asshole. Yes. Yeah, but he's still like... Like he is a
3: he is a complicated character. He is not good or evil cuz he is just Jamie. Right. Right? Like yeah. he is not actually going to be like uh let's pass the muffins brand. Let's oh, have breakfast. no,
2: for sure not. I don't I just thought, I don't know. The thing I just think though he's a dick.
0: the 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 piece of he's information that Jamie. prompts his or departure. The the piece of information yeah. that prompts her to his departure the, in, in the prior scene was getting the news that a Euron has ambushed the incredibly dumb Danny. Uh, it's not her fault. She just keeps taking bad advice. Killed one of the dragons. Taken Missandei, and the next thing you see is him getting up and leaving. So clearly, what he is inspired to do is inspired by the fact that Cersei is out there winning and yeah, needs to be stopped. Exactly. So I think he's going to to become the Queen Slayer or at least attempt it.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I just like he could have gone to the armory meeting too and been like, "Hey guys, I want to help." You know, like I just, I just, yeah, just him doing his own thing. He's you? not just, really you? invited. He's not like one of the generals, right? Like, but like, he could have said something to somebody that's like, "Hey, you know who knows Cersei better than anybody? Me. How can I help you? You know?"
0: <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, what, what, how come it was like, all of oh. this suggested dialogue? I feel <laughs>
2: well. Been, obviously, yeah. they would have written it better than that.
0: I know. I mean, yes. Yeah, I mean, we talked about why doesn't why doesn't John invite Tormund to come with him? Why doesn't he invite Jamie, the greatest knight why of the Seven Kingdoms? Why doesn't he ride kingdoms? with
2: the Hound? Like, you know, it's just yeah. I don't Why doesn't he team up with Arya? That would be pretty fucking cool. That would that would you be, know? be I think as they as are Arya. both now riding towards King's
0: Landing. Yeah. They are. But
2: somehow they're not gonna run into each other.
0: Yeah. And or it's they gonna take di- Well, they're on the train. They're it. in
2: different cars of the train.
3: Exactly, of a high speed train.
0: Is.
2: Or possibly
3: I still don't think this is gonna happen anymore because you can't let one character kill both baddies. But Jamie's face could be taken and we could be like, Jamie killed Cersei. Oh, Arya killed Cersei. Yeah. Oh. But yeah. we
0: can't have Arya
3: yeah, that's Showing too awesome. Showing up at awesome. the
0: last second and killing Cersei, too, after she's already I mean, done we him could.
3: What if she <laughs> just leaps so.
2: from somewhere? <laughs> yeah.
0: Cersei I mean, turns and grabs her by the
3: throat. At this
2: point, I would be surprised, <laughs> yeah. really. It's like, oh, okay, we'll just use that trick again. I, I, what I, if she uh, did it, like, four more times?
0: <laughs> I was about to say they never would do the same trick twice, but they just did the same damn trick uh-huh, with Euron twice. Uh-huh. So who the hell knows at this point?
2: Okay, so from there we go to King's Landing. And we have the scene where... Qyburn and Tyrion. Have the thing. Have the thing, which Wait, we actually— This is a
0: big moment for Qyburn. Hold on. We skipped a scene. There was an intermediary scene in—or an earlier scene in King's Landing in which uh, oh, they showed yes, all the Euron civilians and... welcoming into yes. the keep to protect her as sort of a hostage human That's shield. True. And Cersei human tells Euron you. that and they've yes, got the a baby. baby. that we have, which is important later because Tyrion knows about the baby. <laughs> and
2: you there know? is a good Euron. Her? Her? Uh-huh. Her? Uh-huh.
0: His mascara. Well, mascara. and I
2: think especially with Jamie showing up, like I could see him I could see him talking about the baby and Euron then losing his shit too. Yeah. Right.
0: Whose baby is it? But anyway, um, now we're here at King's Landing for the final sequence.
2: And we did get a pretty charming voicemail about it. I had the same thought and I'm curious if you two did as well. This is Kenny.
0: Hey Internet. Am I the only one that was a little disappointed when Tyrion and Kyburn didn't throw down so we could see some hand to hand combat in this episode?
2: Ayo. I, I, no,
0: no, no. It just it just that would have been it would have been a delightful surprise. Well, no, it's but just not... a
2: great joke because they're both the hands.
0: Oh, hand, I'm hand, two hands meeting. I'm of the hands. sorry, I apologize for not getting that pretty good joke.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it was it was one of those moments where you realize like oh. <laughs> Kyburn is not up for the like, uh, this moment. Like, he, yeah, no. he is best in the dungeons Ugh, doing yeah. weird, creepy things. Yeah. He's not really for him, diplomacy. Well,
2: or like in the daylight, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. when's the last time we saw him outside?
0: Was, was there a great moment, or did I imagine it, where somebody talks about, like, the, the, what screaming sounds like and and like? We don't like, want
2: to hear the
3: sounds of burning oh, children. He's yeah. like, yeah, it doesn't sound great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.
2: Such a creepy creep. Oh, God. It
3: was yeah. a good
0: moment, though. Anyway, yeah, sorry for missing the joke. I was up late watching a dumb TV show.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I want to get to predictions, but I want to listen to one more voicemail, too, which I think sums up a lot of uh, feedback that we got, especially around sort of, like, the feminism elements of this show mm. this specific episode and like all of the kind of disappointing things that happen to many of the female main characters so this is lexi after the high of last week it reminded me
3: of everything that is wrong with the game of thrones and it is 100 percent clear there are no women in the writers room so cue the patriarchal jungle on db and david because this episode was a hot mess uh, Danny's going a little cray cray, and you couldn't be more clear. She's not getting the throne unless you wrote hashtag but her emails. Brienne's begun just reduced to crying over Jamie. Um Sansa is now the ultimate betrayer, and then you had to kill Missandei, your only woman of color. And I, I don't know where we go from here. It was I have no interest in the last two episodes based on this, and I'm really really frustrated right now. And I'm gonna go have some more tequila.
0: Thanks guys. Uh, it's funny because I didn't see that. Maybe I'm just insensitive to it. It seems to me that the female characters are vying against each other for power and influence in exactly the same way the male characters have, and they're being just as silly about it as the male characters have been. But the one thing that I that resonated with me, that voicemail is something that I realized last night watching the show. I can't it may have been this terrible tactical error of the ships. It might have been something else, but I realized I'm ready to be done with this TV show, Hmm. which is the first time I felt that. I've regretted the fact, oh, it's the last episode, it's the last season, we only have a few more episodes. And after last night, I'm like, okay, it can end. I'll I'll be all right. It's over. And that's a weird feeling. And obviously she feels the same thing for maybe different reasons. How do you guys feel?
3: I think that the speed at which this final season is moving is a little uh, different than the rest of the series. Having been going through a rewatch too, but- Considering just the pace at which we move now, like, yeah, there's a battle next week, and then there's picking up the pieces in the final episode. And that's apparently it. That's all we're going to get. I was holding out hope that there may be some sort of twist or something like that, uh, but I don't think we're going to get it. I think there may be some sort of uh, emotional deaths, and I think, you know, I think we probably lose Tyrion. I think we lose Grey Worm. I think we lose John or Danny. I think there's going to be a lot of rough stuff that we watch in these last couple episodes, but I don't know that there's any big surprises left. I would love for there to be one more big twist or surprise or something, but I'm not really sure. They've kind of painted themselves into a corner um, in terms of an inevitable end that is a lot of ashes and somebody sort of grieving but on the throne and I think that's where we're headed and everybody all the actors also say like this is gonna be sad it's gonna wreck you and all this stuff in the in the interviews that they're doing in a cryptic way so I don't yeah. yeah and I
2: think that's gonna be episode five just anyway. a big battle. Yeah, of I think death. it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be. Yeah, Amelia Clark did an interview saying that it's way worse than the Battle of Winterfell. Like, so yikes. I think. Yeah, we yeah. have a link to that in our newsletter.
3: I do think though that this question about, um, I mean, losing Miss Ende I think is a problem. The show has a problem with how it treats characters of color because they For are sure. all redshirted in the terms of the Dothraki and the Unsullied. Or you know, using somebody, putting somebody back in chains who'd been a freed slave yeah. is really a loaded thing. And I don't know that they gave it enough. They could have given Miss Ende. Day, like one more scene, mm-hmm. although her last line it's was pretty good amazing. Pretty good. Um, her last words being burn them all. Right. Basically. Well, Dracarys, yeah. yeah. But like.
0: In so many words. Yeah.
3: yeah. Um, I, I do not think, though, and i again, respect to the folks who think that this is like a, a problem in terms of the feminism of the show that. These women are behaving as poorly as the male leaders. Of course they are. Yeah. Of course they're taking bad advice. Of course they're doing things that are aren't stupid. I don't think Sansa's the ultimate betrayer. I think she's the only one looking out for the realm, yeah. like Varys. Yeah. yeah. I think she did something really responsible and good. I think. Well, um,
0: she's looking
3: out
2: for the north. Yeah.
3: <laughs> no, kind of for everybody because Danny's kind of ridiculous. I also think that if you swapped in somebody else for Daenerys, like in this hypothetical, if uh, you know, if. Alternate history of this show, if it were
2: Euron, if it
3: was Euron or Stannis or Renly or something, that John was like, "This dude has dragons. We need his help." I think Sansa would have also still, sure, based on him not being a Northerner, based on this person sort of taking over where John had been elected king. Yeah, Um, she would have not liked that either. So I think there's a little bit of of sort of uh, you know thinking that he's just doing something dumb for love that adds a gendered element to what's happening here. But I think Sansa is sort of impervious to like that kind of jealousy it's not like a a former girlfriend it's his sister saying well he thinks his sister saying I don't know if we should be letting someone who's not a northerner be in charge here Mm so I'm not as uh, adamant that this is a problem of some sort of lack of feminism in the writing of the show
0: yeah I mean in this obviously we're not going to do it now but one of the interesting things about the show is that even though it is set in an extremely patriarchal world even more so than I am (laughs) <laughs> um it has been acclaimed as a feminist entertainment that these women who are trapped in this horrific position that they are strapped in by this medieval society, they still are compelling and interesting and vital and real. And people have liked it for that reason. And it's interesting to see some people like our caller sort of start to lose that faith in it.
2: I mean, I definitely think that Brienne storyline was problematic. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I mean, it's. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't, like, that didn't seem like something Brienne would do. Right. You know, and yeah. that's frustrating Ugh. because then it's sort of like you're oversimplifying these storylines and going back to, like, pretty tired tropes in order to, like, tie something up or create this drama that is not super interesting to yeah, I will
3: say, if you know? that had happened with Arya, if Arya had right. said yes to Gendry, if Arya had, you know, Telegrams. had some sort of romantic sure. notions, yes. But actually, when I think about it, All Brienne is is a hopeless romantic. Like the romance of duty, the romance of honor, all of those things are sort of naive. She's a great fighter, but she's not a – she's never shown an intense sort of sense of agency. She's like, who can I serve? Who can I – She's had this notion of Who can I be
2: loyal to? Yeah, but she holds her shit together, you know? And that's the piece that I didn't – and sure, maybe you can make the argument that, like, she held her shit together until she, like, had this intimate moment with a person that she did not expect to have and – You know that for the first time she wanted something for herself. But then, like, if we had had one more scene to sort of like that, we where we could have seen that before going to her just losing it over this dude. I I, I can see that. I would have appreciated that. Yeah, you know, because it just felt a little. It was just a little too fast.
0: Before we finished, there was a little moment in the episode that I loved. It was sort of the equivalent of uh, when somebody in a prior episode said, "What does the Night King want?" And we were like, "Oh, Trisha, there's your moment." Davos says, "The Red God." What the hell? <laughs> what is he? He actually says, what does he want? He just shows up, does this, and disappears. We what We fight the hell? his war, and then he's off. And then he's off. And I was like, thank you, Davos. Thank you, Davos. <laughs> That's all I wanted to say. Thank you, Davos. And for then that, that, that leads to
3: the great Tyrion line, which sort of sets up these last three episodes, which is, well, but now we have to deal with us. Exactly. Uh-huh. Last two episodes. Last yeah. two
0: episodes. <laughs> now we have to deal with us.
2: Uh, uh-huh. Okay, well... At that, should we call it, y'all?
0: Yeah. I think we we just need one big general sigh. Ready? Uh... We should do deep breaths. I liked this episode. Me too. What? Oh, we have to do the whole thing again now. What?
3: (laughs) I thought we just talked about all the things that were wrong with it. I mean, I had some quibbles, but overall... I mean, I, I think that I'm going to like this episode more in retrospect, too, because watching the battle, which, by the way, I rewatched with the brightness on the oh, TV yeah? all oh. the way up. Still much happening. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. all
0: kinds of things. <laughs> there are all kinds of coffee cups. All also, can we get cups, a jingle, a
3: retroactive jingle? Oh, Aria's what? eyebrows. Oh, Aria's yeah. eyebrows. Apparently, I
0: got away with that last I
3: week. had my headphones off before. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the patriarchy speaking, so ladies be quiet. Peter Sagel is the worst. There you go. That
3: was a good week. You having lots of opinions about Maisie <laughs> Williams eyebrows. We are giving you a patriarchy jingle for that. I Perfect. All
2: right, so if you want to weigh in, especially if there are any other patriarchy jingles we missed, you can use the hashtag nerd at recaps. Many thanks to kittens and puppies110 who left us a nice review. On Apple Podcast, Trisha, what did Kittens and Puppies 110 say?
3: The ladies are great. Peter is that 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 fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then parentheses, kidding. Kidding. Very funny <laughs> and
2: enlightening. They got the tote bag. Yes. All right. If you want to get a tote, go to our Instagram page. That is the easiest place to find it. The show is produced by us with help from Justin Bull. And our executive producer is Brendan Banaszak. Our theme music was composed by Andrew Edwards of Blue Police Box Music. All right. See you all next week.
0: Oh, my God. Two more. That's so only, two only two
2: more. Oh, can we play one more voicemail just really fast, Justin? Uh, Mark. Mark had a good prediction.
1: Hi, this is Mark, and I really appreciate your show. Uh, as for predictions coming up, well, I think it's pretty clear that Peter's head's going to explode if Tyrion does not get his acting together and quit being dumb. <laughs> but uh, it seems to be the way it's going. Anyhow, thanks again. And uh, looking forward to the last two shows and your recap. That.
2: I just loved that his prediction was just that you're going to be mad.
0: I am. <laughs> you know it was a very valid prediction. <laughs> my head will in fact explode if Tyrion does not get his act together damned quick.
2: I also
3: like that in a lot of the voicemails we get it sounds like someone is whispering cuz everyone else in their house is asleep. Yeah, we actually
2: <laughs> did get one from someone who was like, "Hey, I'm in the closet." <laughs>
1: it happens. <laughs>